Hello and welcome to Connected by Life. I'm your host, Sean Paul Harrison. Connected by Life was created to have engaging conversations about important topics that impact physicians and our clinical stakeholders in regards to organ donation and transplantation. Today we're going to talk about the negative impact of early conversations of organ donation when a family is not ready. We will also discuss alternate methods to avoid these early conversations which lead to better outcomes. Today our special guest is Dr. Jonathan Eaton. He's a critical care physician at LSU Oshner Health in Shreveport. I worked with Dr. Eaton for a number of years, and he's a physician champion and someone that has done a tremendous job with transitioning the conversation of death and donation. And so I guess, you know, it's important to define what we're even speaking about today. And that is, you know, having early discussions of donation prior to a patient being either declared dead or families making the decision about withdrawal of care and the impact that that could have on donation negatively and positively. So what I wanted to start with is just to kind of get your perspective on why do we want to avoid these early conversations of donation with families? So I mean, again, an important topic and, and something uh, that uh, is that I'm very passionate about. Um, so there, there's really kind of twofold of really why we want to avoid them, both of them being a bad thing for the patient, but uh, ultimately, uh, or the patient's family, but uh, in two different realms. The biggest thing for physicians taking care of patients potentially, and I'll use that word uh, for a reason, potentially at the end of life, it's really important to uh, maintain the trust of, of the patient's family uh, during this whole process. Um, I think that's been, from what I've seen, is one of the quickest ways um, for families to uh, refuse donation and that sort of thing is if they feel like the, the physician taking care of their family member is focused more on uh, getting organs, so to speak, as opposed to doing everything they can uh, for the patient and having the patient being their primary focus. Um, so I think, you know, that's that's the, a big part of it in, in most of the circumstances is, you know, bringing up uh, organ donation or even having any part of that conversation uh, prior to doing any sort of brain death exam, uh, any consideration of doing a brain death exam, uh, or even prior to really, you know, seeing if uh, a patient may be a candidate for a donation after circulatory death. Um, the other, the other side of that, uh, I mean, talk some more about both of them is you always want to make sure you never want to bring up the potential of donation to a family uh, before you know whether they're going to be a candidate or not. Um, I think especially in our patients that are younger and, and you know, you've got parents that are, are having to watch a, a child pass away, you know, giving them some hope that maybe they can, something positive can come out of, out of this, uh, a tragedy in, in the sense that, you know, uh, their child can be an organ donor, uh, gives them some hope of, of something positive coming out of it and, and giving them that hope and then finding out, oh, they're not an organ donor and, and then taking that away. It's, it's almost like their child dying twice. I know that you and I have talked about this example before because I shared with you a story that a donor mom had spoken to our agency about, you know, those conversations. And, you know, she had a teenage son, you know, there was a donor and there was a discussion early on 
prior to him being declared. And fortunately, he was able to be a donor, but she did talk about that in some of the, just the experience for her, that if that would have been taken away, it would have been almost like another death. So I appreciate you bringing that up and talking about, you know, uh, as far as for the family and, and that opportunity. The other thing that you you mentioned was the perceptions of medical care. And um, as far as for, you know, that family coming in and their expectation is something is good's going to happen, that their loved one's going to be healed, that they're going to be okay, they're going to walk out of the house. I mean, I'm sorry, out of the hospital. And then this discussion of donation is premature and it can erode that trust between with you and the family uh, and potentially leading to negative outcomes. Yeah, I mean, I think especially, you know, again, the majority of the patients that we see um, uh, certainly fall into the former category uh, and not the not the latter one where we're talking about, you know, offering, you know, or talking about donation and then not them not being a candidate. You know, many times um, it, it's not that that is not the case. Um, I think it's very difficult, you know, in a brief period of time to develop the trust required of, of a family, of a patient's family, um, that, that their loved one is your priority. Um, and bringing up any sort of organ donation or talk of that just destroys any anything, any little progress that you may have made and, and any little um, any little rapport that you may have with that family very quickly. Uh, because they immediately just say, oh, you're not even worried about my family member. You're just worried about trying to to get their organs. And um, number one, it destroys that relationship with that family. Uh, I think in the vast majority of cases, it's going to destroy any chance uh, of that family being willing to be a donor should the patient progress. Um, and, and I really do think, you know, those conversations are best held once that rapport has been established and, and confirmed. Um, you know, oftentimes I'll even tell a, a family if they bring it up, uh, of course, you know, in the state, um, state of Louisiana, we, we defer those conversations to LOPA um, and, and don't have those conversations at all. But if a family brings it up and says, well, what about this? What about organ donation? What about um, those sorts of things? Um, I will specifically say, look, I'm I'm going to defer that conversation. Number one, it's it's premature to talk about that right now, uh, and number two, I'm I'm also going to defer that conversation because I, I, my focus is on the patient um, and not you know, the potential for donation right now because that's what my responsibility is. It's somebody else's responsibility to come in and talk about the other, and and that's their focus and. It does two things. Number one, it avoids the that premature conversation, but it also again helps you develop more rapport with that family um, and get them more on board with potential uh, down the line. And one of the things that you had talked about before was that emotional state and those conversations, like how much they're retaining. So if you're trying to move things along, you know they're still in that first place. You know, because engaging in conversations really quickly can overwhelm them further and hinder their ability to to make informed and clear decisions and and possibly, you know, close a door that can't be reopened. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. And and oftentimes in the early conversations you have with with these patients' families, um, especially when you, you know, ultimately tell them the patient's not going to survive or unlikely to survive, uh, that sort of thing. The families oftentimes will hear like the first five or 10 words that you say, and uh, and then that's it. They're not going to hear anything else. They're not going to hear any of the explanation. They're not going to hear any of the other stuff. They're just going to hear you tell them 
that the patient's not going to survive this. Um, and then they just kind of go into the shock, uh, not even to the point of denial, but just they're just nothing else. They don't hear anything else. It just goes in one ear and out the other. Um, so, you know, bringing up anything else, you know, they may catch words here and there, which, you know, an organ donation conversation, you want to make sure that a family is uh, completely involved in and in, in understanding of everything. So um, that's certainly, you know, if they catch little bits and pieces, that's just going to make them more confused than everything else that they don't fully comprehend the entire conversation. I think the other part about having these conversations with these families um, where, you know, we as physicians know that, that a patient may be headed uh, down that down that road um, is to start preparing a family in the sense of not giving them false hope um, that, you know, somebody's going to be okay and start having the conversations that, you know, I'm not sure if this person's going to do well. We're going to wait and we're going to see, um, you know, 24, 48, 72 hours, take it day by day, however you want to phrase it, but start, start preparing them that things may not go well. Because if you go down the road of, oh, you know, everything's going to be fine, the patient's going to do okay, and then, you know, come back to, you know, a day or two later and say, oh, no, everything's not fine, then, again, we talked about that mistrust. You've just brought that into the equation, and now you've brought this kind of whiplash into uh, into play as well, where they're not really sure what's going on. So I think it's really important to gradually bring that into the conversation, but really be upfront and honest with the family from the get-go uh, when you really think that the prognosis is not going to be well, and just be upfront and honest with them. So we talked about why we want to avoid these early conversations to donation, you know, whether it's from the physician or anyone with the hospital staff. So I want to shift a little bit and just kind of get a perspective from you and from even some of your colleagues on why does it happen at times? What are some of the reasons that you see of why those conversations could take place prematurely? And again, why we're trying to avoid that? When I've seen it before, a lot of times it's families who have brought it up um, uh, saying, oh, you know, I know the patient's an organ donor. And you start kind of going down that that road of, uh, of discussing it without really having a full understanding. You know, the patient may have just come in and you're not really fully without fully knowing what's wrong with the patient or what's going on and, and what their prognosis is going to be. Um, so I think that's one situation where the family brings it up. Certainly they're not, they don't bring it up. Oh, I know the patient is an organ donor. You know, what can we do about that when the patient's still acutely ill? Um, but uh, sometimes they will bring up things uh, here and there in the conversations about that. And uh, I think it's important kind of quote unquote, not to take the bait, so to speak. Um, and then I think other times too, you know, we're trying to, a lot of times, uh, you know, I use the phrase a lot of, you know, having something positive come from a bad situation or, uh, or, or a tragic situation. Um, a lot of times we as physicians want to be, you know, inject some degree of positivity into what is a really bad circumstance or, or a tragic circumstance and thinking that, oh, well, if, you know, if this patient's an organ donor, then something positive will come from it. Um, but, uh, you know, the time to, to have those conversations is after you've prepared the family and, um, and, and talked to Lopa and, and, you know, 
get the timing right. Make sure that they know this is what's happening. I mean, even in, even when a family's been prepared and you've told them this isn't going to be a good outcome and, and, and told them that for days and then the patient eventually does progress to brain death, you do your brain death exam and then go to them and tell them, you know, it was positive, you know, the person is patient's brain dead. That's still a shock to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And giving them the time to digest that and, and everything else and, and, a lot of times when I when I have that conversation with a, a patient's family, I will tell them, you know, I'm sorry, but the you know your loved one, uh, it, it's confirmed with these tests that, that this is uh, indeed the case that we've previously discussed, um, and you know, and I'll sit there and, and let them digest it for a minute, and then make sure you know ask if they have any questions. Um, and then I'll just say something to the effect of there's going to be some other people who come in and talk about various, uh, events of what happens next. And I'll just leave it at that and then give that family some time to, again, process everything that's happened. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, these are tragic circumstances. These are not, this isn't the patient that's got stage four cancer that, you know, everybody's known for months or years that this day was coming. These are circumstances um, that happen very acutely, uh, typically in younger patients that they weren't expecting. And patients' families need time to digest that and, and get that understanding. We're gonna pause the episode right here I want to thank Dr. Eaton for an enlightening conversation, and we're going to pick up on the next. I also want to thank everyone for listening, and remember, you can register as an organ, eye, and tissue donor anytime at registerme.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Connected by Life on your favorite podcast app. Remember, you're a light worker, keep shining. This is a production of LOPA. The content in this podcast is intended for informational purposes only and not intended to substitute for professional medical advice. To read our full disclaimer, please visit our website. The Connected by Life podcast is hosted by myself, Sean Paul Harrison. Our executive producer is Kirsten Heinz. Our production assistant is Chandra Williams. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez.